So recently in the news, many of you have probably seen that vaping is coming up every single place. Every single time I turn on CNN, the Daily Mail, BBC, anything, it's like another person is killed by vaping, another person is killed by vaping. And every single person who seems to be actually dying from vaping is a young person. And I have a lot of friends who vape. I've tried vaping personally. I'm not really into it. But people vape everywhere in L.A., even in Boston, in every city. And so today I've called in a doctor to talk with me about vaping and give us the honest reality behind what this is doing to your body and your mind. So Dr. Irfan Rahman is here, and he is at the University of Rochester, and he's going to explain everything we need to know about vaping. Thank you so much for being here with us, doctor. You're welcome. Well, take me to the beginning. Tell me what vaping is for people who don't know. Uh, This is a very interesting question. This is ongoing associated problems. So the vaping started in, um, at least in U.S., in early 2000. This was invested, uh, this was invented in China by a pharmacologist and came to the USA around 2004-05. And we started doing research around 2012 on vaping, though we have been working on uh, tobacco smoking and other forms of smoking research since last 25 years. So the vaping initially started with blue, which is like a cig-like agent, which uses um, tobacco, nicotine, flavors, and polyethylene glycol, vegetable glycerin. Then the second generation came where you can fill of your choice of flavors. The third generation was like pod. You can make four generation in that, like jewel, things like that. But the recent episodes of people dying and having lung injuries, lipoid pneumonia, is something different than what we heard in the past. So these are things which are ongoing. And the CDC came forward saying that this is THC along with CBD and using some sort of oil in, into that mixture and being vaped and causing acute lung injury. And actually, it is fine. It is found in our lung fluid, lung lining fluid, when we inhale gases like toxic fumes that protects against these damaging agents in our lungs. And vitamin E is a good thing, actually. And that is also in the lung, we can see. But finding vitamin E in those juices of the street causing damage, which is a big question to us. What is actually in the pen? So it's that juice, but is there marijuana in it? Is there other drugs? Like what really is inside of it? So Alisa and the followers and perhaps the users, these have initially, these have polyethylene glycol, vegetable glycerin. These are known to cause aerosol or cloud upon vaping. And if we put nicotine, the cloud becomes thicker. So nicotine, which is an addictive substance, along with PGVG, which is known as carriers, that has to be used when an electron or electronic cigarette uh, uh, hits on the liquid to form vapor. Then you have flavors. Flavors are added. Flavors are used in food, beverages are harmless. And American Association of Flavors suggests that if you ingest, eat 
ice cream cakes, they are harmless. But inhaling those flavors in the lung, lung is meant for oxygen uptake and the air and the clean air, not for these flavors, which are chemicals. And then we have now some other agents inside those vape pen or vaping devices, adding CBD, which is cannabidiol. And cannabidiol is an inactive agent which doesn't cause any damage to uh, body and rather it is anti-inflammatory. But CBD, which is cannabidiol, has some traces of THC, which is tetrahydrocannabidiol, which is another form of CBD. And that is actually the uh, more addictive substances can trigger various things. And those are added into a weapon. But nowadays, because THC is not regulated in certain states, at least nine of our United States, nine of them, they have a availability of THC with cannabis. So what people are doing, they're making their own part because parts are very expensive. So they buy from the street an oil, which is known as butane hash oil, and mix with CBD, THC, and flavors, and they vape. So these purities of these agents are not known. And the oil, which is known as butane hash oil, known as dabs. As you go in web shop, you will see dabs. Dabs are butane hash oil. They have various forms of um, terpenes. Terpenes are used in thinning agent in paint and varnishes. So terpenes are plant-derived materials, and they are added into those to thin the oil of CBD and THC. And those terpenes are similar to vitamin E, and they have isoprene units. Isoprene are like when you form rubber. So vitamin E has some unit, which is chemistry, is known as isoprene or terpenes, like compound. And those compounds are also found in hemp seed oil, which is a part of CBD. And butane, which is butane hash oil, known as DAPs, are added to thin the THC product. So I, we think by from our research, these are hydrocarbons, these are isoprene, these are equivalent to terpenes. They get into our system upon aerosolization. When you aerosol the electronic liquid or juice by vaping, along with THC, it cuts our lung fluid, which is rich in antioxidant defense, and there are some other things are released in our body by a secondary factor known as phospholipids. And those things can trigger further damage and cause lipoid pneumonia. When it comes to the actual vape, for parents who might be listening, does vaping actually get you high? Like, can you feel high from it or no? Well, if you have nicotine and flavors, flavors soothen you. Flavors feel good around you, like grape, melon, banana, cookies, butter. I feel good, like menthol used in cigarettes. It's cooling agent, flavors. It doesn't cause any addiction. It doesn't give any um, highs. 
But when this nicotine is used, nicotine actually can trigger some of those uh, addictive components which feel like, okay, I feel energetic, I got to do something, and uh, feel good with nicotine. So those are, have been used over centuries, where decades. And, but the question comes, THC. THC is tetrahydrocannabidiol. Those are causing people on highs, and those are addictive substances. And hence, people are addicted to that, and especially young adults. They are just buying off the street from anywhere they can get from black market, from any person. And they make, because it's so expensive, Alexa, mm -hmm. people just buy in large bulk quantity and they make their own dabs, their own uh, e-liquid juice, they make their own cartridges. And that's what the problem is here, causing sickness and lung injuries and hospitalization, putting on ventilator, oxygen, and sometimes have to go in the lung to clear the lung. Well, it's, it's very scary, and, and young people think it's so cool and trendy and hip. Do you think that in the digital age, the marketing of e-cigarettes is similar to when the days of, say, Camel would put ads on the carton of the cigarettes to attract a younger audience? Yes. Actually, if you go on Expressway, when you stop on a, a service station or you go to any news agent and corner shop, there's a board outside it says jewel buy one one free or blue so there's a similar thing happening like camel and other cigarettes Marlboro. um same trend same thing following but here putting candy flavors and other flavors attracting teenagers middle schoolers and high schoolers so this will be the gateway of further smoking and actually going into different agents like THC and so on and so forth. So this is opening a bigger horizon by attracting these teenagers to smoke or vape even further, which we never expected. So these are the things which are happening currently uh, in our society. So do you think that, you know, in the direction we're going, and even though all of a sudden now the news is filled with people who are, are getting negatively affected by, by vaping, do you think that e-cigarettes are going to take over the market and replace traditional cigarettes? Because the long-term effects of a traditional cigarette is nowhere nearly, um, you know, what, what, what vaping is in the short term. Alexa, what happened here that uh, people can hide here because they are parts, they are USB-like, they are pen-like uh, the devices. So you can feel like these are USB devices and these can be hidden and therefore um, is more acceptable. And this does not give the smoke, these give vapors, which can be like flavors, grape, and people feel good with that. So therefore is getting beyond and will be substituted and we'll have a new generation devices will come. This is not going to stop. This will continue unless until we have some regulations on these products. And initially, you know, Alexa, what happened? It came out as a nicotine delivery devices, as e-cigarette, known as ENDS, electronic nicotine, nicotine delivery system. But then put flavors, put some other agents. 
and is moving on towards more addiction. And initially, it was thought to be just nicotine. Then flavors were put to attract teenagers, schoolers, high schoolers, middle schoolers. Now they have they have achieved the industry. Industries have achieved to attract these people. Now they are going after addiction, putting THC, higher nicotine content. So this keep going, and we don't have any way to stop this emerging fiasco in our society. Mm, that's interesting. On the topic of what you know, what the government and regulations about it could be. There's actually a. Uh, warning a rule that came out in 2016 called the deeming rule that states issuing warning letters to two companies for manufacturing, selling, and or distributing nicotine containing e-liquids with misleading labeling and or advertising that imitate prescription cough syrup. But e-liquid manufacturers are still using that cartoonish type logos on their packaging. How do you think the government should update this act and what would be the first step to either completely banning e-cigarettes or at least controlling it in some way? So Alexa, we have a center here in Rochester, New York, along with Buffalo, and that's known as Tobacco Regulatory Science Center. And this deals with flavoring, Center for Flavoring Toxicology Research. And that has been awarded to us, and we are working for next four or five years to understand the toxicity, human health, behavior, addiction, perception, and packaging of flavors and non-flavored tobacco products, including e-cigarette, e-pen, vaping devices, and so on and so forth. And we uh, have almost 800 different flavors and different compounds, different devices, and we are looking these toxicity chemistry of these devices and liquids. And we would like to find what are those things which will cause human health damaging effects. And we would like to inform the federal government, these are the things, these are happening. And up to the federal government to regulate and what extent they can regulate, what things they have to do to achieve these goals. So recently they came out vitamin E acetate, which I think is formed during vaping, is present in THC, cannabis oil, hemp seed oil, or the oil which is known as triglyceride containing oil. They are part or butane or the butane esters. So these are not only present, these can be formed. So by Finding the information, chemistry, toxicity, human health, at least we can inform the community, the society, and also the government so that they can come and regulate up to them what they do. That's beyond our control, Alexa. But our job is to inform. So do you think then that anyone who's listening or just anyone in general, do you think that they either should stop vaping or do you think that they should just be more aware of the effects of it and then make their own decision? Or is there is there a middle line like vape but know what can happen or vape safely or just stop altogether? This is so bad for you. Well, I mean, the <laughs> it's a difficult question, Alexa. Mm-hmm. So um, there are a few things here. Um, one thing is, of course, they have to think on themselves what they are vaping, and they should be cautious, um, be careful what they are vaping, if they want to continue the vaping. 
And however, if they want to seek advice, there are quit lines and there are other associated news agencies or institutions where they can reach out and they can say, look, you know, I want to quit vaping. So that's something they can do or they can be just careful what they are doing. And the third aspect, which you mentioned, completely quit and say, look, these are bad. That's also possible, can be done. But again, it's up to the users of electronic cigarette, what extent they want to go and damage their own health. Being so young, they have a full life in front of them. They are in 20s. And there's completely four or five decades or six, seven decades of their lives. They, they should be careful of what they are doing to their body. A few of my friends who I asked before even having this interview with you mentioned that when they would vape, they would have headaches or feel lightheaded. Is that a side effect that goes away with vaping or can that turn into something more? So the vaping, Alexa, initially, which was just the regular vaping, like uh, with juice, uh, flavors, nicotine, usually it caused a little bit dryness in mouth and a little bit cough, but acceptable. And I've asked a lot of people and they say this is okay and uh, they feel happy with nicotine is getting into their system and doing good job. But then vaping with THC, cannabis, marijuana, and oil, which are impurified, that is the causing agent for injuries and associated problems. So what happens here? That we have blood vessels and then we have a brain. There are two, tar- two things are targeted here. In the lung, blood cells, blood vessels, and the brain through our nervous system. So what is happening here, THC, which is the cannabis tetrahydrocannabidiol, get into the brain through blood. And actually the oil, which is known as vitamin E-like oil, which are isoprene, it opens up the blood vessels. So if you add those oil, it opens the blood vessel, the cannabis get into the blood easily and that is causing addiction to these people so um so these are the things uh, initial vaping i don't think will cause this headache and therefore people feel headache like um, ooziness and they feel fainted and they have a gi problem gastrointestinal problem sometimes the blood in the lung sometimes fluid retention in the lung in vomiting can oh, wow. be by yeah vomiting diarrhea these are some heavy and, side effects yes they are actually with at least by this vaping cannabis and thc containing oil and the simple vaping with nicotine it does cause dryness mouth and sometimes mucus which is like spitting mucus is forms and then feel like livid tightness in chest, but not so much damage and injuries and deaths what we are seeing recently. So, so to, get yes. those, to get those side effects, do you have to vape once or you have to be vaping um, a mass amount of times throughout the day or week? So I heard that vaping, uh, three um, continuous vaping 
using the nicotine 4 to 8 milligrams into electronic uh, liquid along with flavors, people have no problem with side effects. Three to four times and three to four puffs or vapors per day for four times or five times. But then when I ask some people who are doing THC, marijuana, and they said that the three times when they vape, young people, 21, 22 years old, they say third time they start feeling a little bit headache, four times they feel wooziness, and fifth time they feel like chest tightness, and fifth puff on the same day within three minutes. That's what they are noticing, headache, diarrhea, vomiting, GI disturb, and tightness in chest. Okay, so really those effects then come when you're smoking marijuana, not from the regular juice. Yes, that's what the current cases are. All of them had THC and impurified oil with isoprene and hash dabs and some other form of oil, which CDC came forward with vitamin E. Those are the people having those symptoms and hospitalizations. I see. So are you in the clear then if you're only vaping with the juice? If you're listening and you're like, oh, that was my question. I just want to know if I'm vaping with just the juice, no CBD or THC, are they clear or they should still be aware of the effects? Uh, They should be aware of the effect that this can happen because, you know, Alexa, the bottom line is lung is not meant for these guys. You know, lung is meant for air, oxygen, we, you know, our body doesn't have a defense system unless until we create a robot inside the lung. Hey, look, we can take away the bad part. Our lungs are like a biology, a small organ, and very sensitive to air, oxygen. And then if you go in polluted area, you start feeling as we get older, we still will feel more. So lung is not meant for that. So they got to be cautious about these uh, vaping, anything in their lungs. And eating is okay. I love ice cream. I can go and take cakes. <laughs> I think vanilla. I but think in, gum, in I think... moderation. Yes, in yes. moderation. And be careful with that. So if you're vaping and you feel, I mean, it seems like the withdrawal effects are more severe than from cigarettes. If you are vaping and then you stop vaping, it seems like you'll have more side effects than if you are just smoking cigarettes. But if you are vaping continuously, say twice a day or twice every two days, and you stop vaping for three days and you start getting severe migraines, uh, should you just keep vaping or should you quit cold turkey and go on nicotine gum? Yeah, it's quite, just it's quite, because, you know, health is more important and the studies and the social life is very important. So just quit and say, look, you know, today is my day. I don't want to take any nicotine. Maybe I try the other nicotine gums or patches and those things if they are addicted to nicotine. But Alexa, again, these are not nicotine and vapors coming from flowers, the deaths and the symptoms coming from some other things. So yes, but I do agree with you. They got to, when they feel this, they got to stop and they say, look, you know, these are not good for their own health and they are young. They have to live healthy life. And are those side effects like the migraines, for example, if they stop vaping directly about the vaping? Are those coming directly from the vape? 
Mm, no, it's not coming from the web. Um, migraine and those uh, headache. So some other factors are involved in migraine, uh, which are more hormonal based, like serotonin, epinephrine, norepinephrine, and glutamine. So there's something different. Those are involved in migraine and headache. And these are transient, Alexa, very acute effects by vaping. So this dissipates and this disappears. Uh, after quitting vaping or on the next day. And I mean, while e-cigarettes help smokers quit, now more teens and young adults are getting addicted. So with your experience and your knowledge, is the trade-off worth it? Or are there more effective ways to quit smoking overall? Because I know even my sister is a huge vapor and my mom was always like, stop smoking, stop smoking. And now she's like, I stopped smoking. Like, And my mom's like, well, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's not as bad for you. But is that trade-off worth it? Or is it really as bad for you? Uh, it is bad. It's not a good way to start vaping. Um, because these are um, clouds and vapors is another form of damaging gases getting into the lungs. And we don't know, Alexa, these are only 10 years old and COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease and lung cancer caused after 20 years of vaping, sorry, smoking. So smoking led to cancer and other forms of cancers and COPD and other diseases, it takes time, 20 years, and we really don't know what will happen in people who are vaping at age 21 till age 45, 23 years later, they come back, 24 years later, they come back with some other form of disease. i give you one example, Alexa. All the vaping solution we, we, we get, the electronic juices, when we vaporize, they have some form of diacetyl as a chemical very small chemical in chemistry is known as and which cause butter-like flavors. So popcorn industry, in people who are working in popcorn industry, they discovered using diacetyl as a chemical compound, they have associated lung problem after so many years of exposure. And those are known as popcorn lung diseases. And it is like a popcorn and is a butter is a synthetic artificial butter, is known as diacetyl. Now is 2,3-pentantione, which is very similar to diacetyl, which is also formed in vaping juices. So it takes 20 years to get those diseases. So the people who are vaping at age 21, or even early, it may take 10 years, 15, 20 years to develop that disease. And you know, Alexa, those diseases are not reversible. They are not treatable. Once you get it, you get it. And then there are only five years to live after that. So let me ask you, if you are a young person, say under the age of 30, and you are trying to decide you smoke cigarettes, but you want to go to vaping, now you're hearing all this stuff about vaping. Should you keep smoking cigarettes? Should you start vaping? Which is better? Because I'd love to say that every young person is going to listen to this episode or see something on the news and stop vaping, but that's not the reality. So which one do you choose? Well, I would definitely stop and quit smoking. Of for course. Sure. Yeah, that's, uh, we know that causes uh, COPD and lung cancer with our research since last 25, 30 years. We confirmed that. But the vaping, Alexa, is, um, is also, we don't know how far we can go. In the UK, is acceptable, is a form of 
um, the um, cessation or is form of less damaging to the body in the UK and perhaps in Europe. But in U.S., so far, the evidence suggests that these are not good, not helpful. So I, my advice to them, do whatever they want to do, but just be cautious what they are vaping, what they are trying to get into their lungs. And they have to have informed decision by themselves how far they can go and what they can do. Of course, quitting is the best thing, quitting vaping. But if they just go with nicotine, they have a withdrawal symptom, then try to wean off and say, look, I'm going to come off from these dangerous vapors and then I need to have a healthy life with running, exercise, and interacting with social media and things like that. So live happy and healthy. I just have a few questions left for you. So what do you think is the most effective way to get a queen to quit vaping? Most people use products like the patch or nicotine gum to stop smoking cigarettes, but can you do the same for vaping? Um, yeah, nicotine initially was the nicotine, which was the same thing for tobacco smoke, like Zyban, the patch, the pills or the gum, nicotine gums. They still can be effective, can be used. Mm-hmm. However, Alexa, if a person is vaping for the sake of flavors and sake of THC, so far, Alexa, we don't have anything to to ask to quit them, and so far, we addiction, we don't have anything for them, Alexa. Nicotine, I can understand, but if there are other agents, then no, we cannot, we don't have those devices or means of quitting vaping. Should we be creating as a society that, or will that just stem people to vape more because they'll think, oh, I can vape and then stop? Uh, you should be creating a, so first thing is to informing. This is what is happening with social media. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful, Alexa, that you are putting this information into our society. This is a great way to disseminate the knowledge information. And we should be creating a device and a mean of cessation or stop vaping by some means, especially those THC and cannabis, marijuana, and maybe more. We don't know what in the market are coming, forthcoming. Every day, we can't keep up with those uh, new emerging vaping liquids and substances and devices. But at, at, at the end of that, has cigarette use gone down because of this or no? Because of the use of, yeah. of it, yeah. Yes, it went down actually dramatically. If you look 2017 JAMA publication, which is General of American Association or New England General of Medicine, these are the highest esteemed journals. Actually, 2016, it went down. And e-cigarette market also went down in 2016, but 17, it shows some spike of Joule. So 2017 and 18, Joule picked up dramatically, actually. And 2019, we yet to receive any surveys. But I think 2017 will be um, Joule and other e-cigarette with CBD and THC. Of those states, actually, those are not regulating these products. 
and they are freely available in the market on street vendors and those people who can make their own devices. So, yeah, it, it, you are right. Smoking, conventionally smoking, tobacco smoking went down and e-cig vaping went up at least in 2017 and 18. So potentially social media has created a place of obviously so much positivity, but also social media has potentially made something like vaping much more appealing to this young demographic. Would you agree with that? Yes, actually, there's a lot of news I see that they have different flavors, different signs, and they use different cartoons and pictorial diagrams to attract teenagers and adolescents and age 21 and above crowd to attract them for vaping. And flavors is the biggest attractiveness to this population. And that's why they are so successful. Mm. And even though the THC and CBD people cause death, they have different flavors too inside. Like I saw one cookie, one was the, what is known as something with melon or banana. Yeah, they had that. So, and you know, I, I can show you when I have, let me see whether I have here pictures, actually what it says on the, those um, cartridges. Um, it says, um, is uplifting the mood in, it shows happiness, energetic, hmm. if euphoria, focus, you get focused. And then some other thing shows it causes sleepiness, happiness, very energetic, euphoric, focused. And there are the things that have been written in social media and on devices, they have the pictures on how people get happiness. So these are the things actually. And the devices include nerds, N-E-R-D-S, nerds, cookies, gushers, and so on and so forth. So therefore, I mean, these are some of the examples. I don't have to say that this belongs to a company, but surely it's been attracting to our younger generation. So, Do you also think that when it comes to, I mean, there's not even enough data around smoking marijuana, but is marijuana just say, for example, smoking like a blunt or a joint better than smoking a vape? Or do you not necessarily know the answer to that question? Um, We have some answers with that, Alexa, because we have been, uh, we have some publications and online news that when they smoke, they have, you know, those side effects and those things, but not so much deaths within days, what we have just seen in last two weeks or three weeks, 350 cases, 17 hospitalization, and a couple of deaths. Those are rare to be seen by these. So there's something being added into those liquid along with THC. And I strongly feel that those are some sort of oil hydrocarbon, isoprene, terpenes, vitamin E, like thing, isoprene, tocopherol, those are 
generating some secondary product or our body cannot cope with these things and therefore body is cutting getting releasing some lipids and therefore macrophages white blood cells they're trying to eat those but they can't therefore they get foamy they get bigger and they have lipid inside their um, cellular content and those chokes the lung airways and therefore they feel like a coating of the oil in the lung and so that oxygen cannot go in and out and therefore they feel like they're getting chest tightness and so on and so forth but we have symptoms so yes you are right the um the original form of smoking has effects but what we are seeing the effect with vaping is extraordinary we never expected that this will do so much damage and in so short period of time so what you're saying is smoking marijuana doesn't necessarily have too much data around it with the side effects but what we do know is that vaping and especially vaping CBD or THC has long lasting effects and is actually putting people in the hospital yes that's what we seen recently with the news if you see the outlet news media and cdc announcement and we see the fda announcement and various societies american cancer association lung association toxicology association they all coming with guidelines and you see in the news and is getting more and more into that so yes that's true and yet we don't know alexa what are those actually causing but we'll come to know very very soon we are analyzing all this product we'll tell that we will inform that what are these actually that cause sickness to these people of course well doctor thank you so much any last words for people who are listening and are really scared about how vaping can affect them if i mean say you are listening and you are an avid vapor right now and you're going to stop today like will you die tomorrow or you're going to be fine well just be careful and try to avoid any um anything which they don't know in um i, I don't think they will die next day but just be careful and cautious what they are inhaling what they are buying what they are doing and try to say look today is my day to quit vaping and quit smoking and ask friends to help them parents to guide them and society to help them so that's what i can say currently so no day is too late to stop doing this correct <laughs> no we have every day there's uh, we cut our losses and say look today is my day wow. and it's been shown dramatically people who are quite smoking at age 45 they live another 25 30 35 years even normal life they can live even after 10 15 years of smoking so any day is a good day and any time is a good time for us any time is a good time to stop any type of addiction i mean can you really get addicted to vaping like are you seeing people are actually addicted and the people who even are smoking marijuana and are like i'm not addicted i could stop any time but you mentioned earlier you think it really is an addiction yes um this are uh, alexa these are addictions uh, we know nicotine thc are addictive substances and they are addictive so we we know these things so to come out is very important and say to yourself 
ओके आई हैव टू हैव माय लाइफ आई कैन नॉट ओवरटेक माय थीएचसी एंड कैनबिस और निकोटिन कैन नॉट टेक ओवर मी आई विल टेल निकोटिन एंड थीएचसी गेट आउट फ्रॉम मी आई वांट टू लिव माय माय लाइफ विदाउट यू विदाउट दोस एडिक्टिव सब्सटेंसेस यू गॉट टू टेल दैट एंड देन विल बी से ओके आई विन आई प्रिवेल द सिचुएशन एंड आई एम हैप्पी आई डिड इट Why do you think many people don't think of things like vaping or smoking marijuana and addiction whereas nicotine is considered an addiction um because they don't have a knowledge they don't know what they are doing and it's just one person we recruit subjects human subjects and actually they come in a group they bring their boyfriend girlfriend their brother one person you call them and say i got three more people i can bring them together So they are together. They smoke together. They vape together. It's like a society and culture. Culture is a norm which we shared across the people. Like I have a culture of dancing. So we all the people culture we dance together. Therefore, that's a culture. So vaping is a culture in our society. We set some norm. We accept by shared, commonly shared by people. so these are things happening in our society is a culture vaping culture is evolving and therefore they think that this is not an addiction though it is a form of addiction so that's what is happening well dr irfan thank you so much for taking the time to give us this incredible information if anyone wants to find out more and read your research on vaping is there anywhere that anyone can find this information Yes so we have a website um at my own irfan raman r i r f a n r a h m a n i am a director of center for flavoring toxicology of vaping here at the university of rochester upstate new york and they can reach out to me by my email and my office number which is 585275691 One or my email i r f a n underscore r a h m a n at u r m c dot rochester dot e d u, which can be seen on my website. So I will be able to help, and I will be able to give information if they seek for those. Mm-hmm. 